So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Please make sure you are subscribed to our channel and following us on Instagram at runpainfree underscore academy and at runpainfree for all things running pain-free. This is a big one today. We're bringing you the running know-it-all. I talk about this all the time throughout my lives, throughout my events, throughout my podcast, but I'm going to speak about it directly today because we are approaching marathon season injury type time which is kind of all the time but there's always heightened in the fall and that's when I'm doing this podcast so although it can help you throughout the year we're coming up on it so I'm going to talk about it so the running know-it-all we all know them I even know them <laughs> and so if you want to understand the person who is always ready to debate as if they have it all figured out or know what not to believe in false presentations, gratification, feelings, and emotions that never translate into real life. And to learn about that jack of all trades who is based on all visual, never years of experience, all of this is gonna help you pinpoint that exact know-it-all who actually lacks experience, training, and education. This is what you're listening to right now. So, with the era that we are in, social media is just the society we live in. Everything is built around it, everything is on it. If you didn't, if it's not posted, it didn't happen, right? Everybody talks like that. And that's just the way it is right now. So it's not about fighting it, it's about creating a space that is as honest as possible and making sure people that are on it know what to look for. And that's what we always do here at Run Pain Free. So this is no different than that. Now, the loud person and the person who has the most followers doesn't necessarily mean anything other than they're loud and they have a lot of attention. Unfortunately though, that does translate that they must know something if they're getting followed and it's actually not the case. If you've ever known a underground singer or an underground band that never went mainstream, that was amazing and everybody loved them but they never went mainstream, it's kind of the same principle. Just because they got the right person to listen to them, who put them on, doesn't mean that they're the best at it or that they're the best that you should be looking at or listening to and what have you. It's kind of the same principle. But more than, more than that, this is more serious because this is talking about injuries, this is talking about things that can actually alter your life and definitely alter your running. But if you listen to the Run Pain Free podcast, you'll know that if you're a runner, you're a human at extreme with velocity. That's all you're doing as a runner. So when we fix a runner, we fix you as a human. So if you're hurt as a runner, you're hurt as a human. Not the same when we're talking about baseball players and football players and basketball players. When they get hurt in their sports, they generally can still operate in, in the world, you know, provided it's not severe, but they can operate in the world with no problem. Not the case for a runner. When you're out as a runner, you're out. Work bothers you. You can't do laundry. You can't make dinner. You can't go up the steps. You can't go down the steps. All this stuff, regular stuff starts to get really you know you're not able to do it so that's just regular life and that really does affect you so when you're following somebody online who happens to just have a lot of attention that doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about part of the problem with this is this is a very low entry level industry so there is a bunch of people who have 
I'll say fake certifications, then there's people who have online certifications, then there's people that have absolutely no credentials whatsoever, and they're on there with a lot of information, or they're leading groups, or they have a lot of attention, a lot of followers, a lot of likes on things. They may even be sponsored, because big companies really need people who get a lot of attention. So they'll say, hey, this person has 10,000 followers for no good reason, but we're going to use that traffic and sponsor them with our said product. And then because of their traffic being so big, if we get a 10 of those, we have 100,000 people that, we're, that we get to have real people, real audience. That's how it works in the big world. By the way, I have a marketing degree. So these are things I'm not just talking out of my butt. I'm actually talking from knowledge also. So all of this means to the superficial, it just comes off like, oh, they just must know everything. But then you go ahead and you do half of these things and either it doesn't work, that's your best bet is that it doesn't work. Because most of the time you get hurt from it. It's the wrong shoe, it's an apparatus, it's tape, it's a shot, it's a doctor that just gets a lot of airtime uh, that's not really out there to help you. Those are more common things that happen, which is why it's a problem for me because I can't stand when people get hurt from doing foolishness and following people that have no reason to be in the industry. So what the collective thinks is, oh, well, Run Pain Free doesn't have 8 million followers, but so-and-so does. So they must know more. That is a complete fallacy. That is not the case at all. It means I'm not going to pay for my followers. It means I'm not out there being loud. It means I'm not out there trying to seeking attention or any of that at all i'm out there actually doing my job helping people <laughs> and that's it and of course you would love all those followers and you're going to share this with everybody and get us followers but that's not the point the point is that the loudest person is not always the expert or the person you need to be watching what to look for is what they're doing, what are their injuries, how are they operating, and then compare it against something like the Run Pain Free podcast that gives abundance of information on sneakers, on tape, on shots, on case studies, on actual injuries and specific breakdowns of injuries, and put two and two together as best you can. That's what I hope that this podcast does for you, so that you can actually pinpoint who's out here being complete fake about their knowledge and experience. The part about this that's a... It's unsettling is that what you get when you look online is really either it's generalized or it's for elites. So that's what's online is what the elites do. What are the elites doing? Again, another example of this would be like if you're looking for makeup, you're going to see one of the top people with a skincare line or a makeup line. That's who you're going to see. That's a professional makeup artist. And then they have somebody or it's an or it's an artist who has a professional makeup artist doing their makeup. So there's that's a real craft. That's a real skill set. So and then you go home and you do it and it's like, oh, it doesn't look the same way I didn't put it. Yeah, because application is everything. Application is everything. Same thing happens with the fitness industry. Application and how you apply it is everything. So what, what they're doing for an elite runner, a professional runner, an Olympian runner, is not going to translate into your everyday life. It's just not going to. And what we've been doing at Run Pain Free now for well over 10 years online is taking what is given to athletes 
and translating it and converting it into regular people's lives because people are active. And although there may be the same name of the injury, it's damn sure not the same injury as a professional athlete getting that injury. Your hamstring strain is not Usain Bolt's hamstring strain. It's not at all. Because he probably ran on his hamstring strain for years before it actually snapped. There's a big difference for that. You feel a hamstring strain and it's bananas. The pain is out of control. So there's levels of that. Their bodies are developed differently. Their job is to work on their body. Their, bo their job is to condition their body. That's real. Your job is to go to work and make money and pay your bills so that you can run without a problem. And that mean by without a problem, meaning you have time to run because your bills are paid and your life is settled and you can actually go for a run. That's what that means. It's very different. So we really take that level of information that we deal with with athletes and then we turn it into what translates into regular day-to-day -day people's lives. That's the difference. So that's another part of this that kind of gets obscured and really can drive you into the wrong direction that it won't apply to you especially when we're talking about tape and sleeves and braces and you know, all you see that so-and-so is wearing it. They're not wearing that forever. Not gonna happen. They're getting paid millions of dollars to perform that day. So they're doing whatever they can to perform that day at their fullest potential with minimal injury that they're gonna get from wearing that. And then someone like me is waiting for them in the background to address it as soon as that game is over, as soon as that tournament is over, that's what's happening. You are not doing that. So don't apply that. It's not the same thing. And it's very easy. You would never see a professional athlete living day in and day out with a brace, with tape, none of that. It's very specific to injury. It's very specific to game time, very specific. And again, someone like me is monitoring that or managing it because that body is worth millions of dollars. Yours isn't. Although I know you're important, you know what I mean. <laughs> so that's first. Also, anybody today, another angle to this is anybody today could go online and say, hey, I woke up with a bright idea. I want to be a run coach. So I'm going to get online today and I'm going to type up, go online and figure out where I can get my online running coach degree <laughs> and uh, become a run coach within 24 to 48 hours. That's real. That happens. Oh, hey, I want my online personal training certification. That's real too. You can go online and get that too. There's a ton of them. So here is the narrative. Maybe you know three people who did that. Maybe you did it. So now you think everybody's is like that. That's a big false misconception. That is big, big, big wrong. Big blaring sirens, eh, that's wrong. Yours truly has spent years, years and years studying biomechanics, nutrition, digestive nutrition, uh, exercise science nutrition, di digestive nutrition, personal training, strength and conditioning, injuries, injury specific, pulmonary, cardiovascular system, anatomy, physiology, kinesiology. I was in physical therapy. I was a physical therapist aide and I'm actually injured. So, and I've been dancing my whole life. The amount of education I have in my pinky <laughs> to what I do is what is comparable to what someone could actually go online and maybe get an online uh, online certification of sorts in my pinky nail, in my pinky nail, okay? So this is the problem. I get very annoyed with this. I get very annoyed with this because 
it makes me look like I do what everybody else does, which is 100% wrong. And unless you've listened to all of my stuff or know me, you're not gonna think that. You're gonna think, well, my friend went online and got uh, that same certification. No, they didn't, because functional movement systems is a very specific certification, and no, they did not. You have to have been very, very well trained by, you have to have already have a certification in personal training. You have to have years in certification in personal training to even get functional movement step one. That's one. Even more than that, I was a part of the rollout from New York City for FMS to come into Equinox, the number one gym in the world. So it doesn't even, it gets even more specific. It gets even more specialized when you're talking to me. And then I was trained by one of the actual founders himself and named a national expert, a spotlighted national expert for functional movement systems. So that's very specific. So people take functional movement and they start changing. They say functional movement coach or functional movement trainer. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. That's, that's not, that's, in, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. So, but they're using it because they're banking on you, not doing your homework, not looking it up, not knowing if it exists, not knowing what they do. And they got a lot of followers. So they'll just believe me anyway. You see how that works? And then you go ahead and you do it and you get broken. You get broken worse. You're down and out. You have to defer a race. You can't run. You're pissed off. Everybody's the worst. Everybody's against you. And the whole spiral begins. All because a loud person in this attention-seeking society got your attention. That's what happens. So let me be first to tell you that no, it is. it takes a long time to actually use the word expert. And if you Google it, it says bare bone 10,000 hours of study specifically on your, on your specific study, 10,000 hours alone on that. I have over 80,000 first off. I also am published and I'm going to continue to get published. So when we're talking about expert, I actually mean it. That means something. Words matter. Coach means something. It actually means something. Also, <laughs> track and field is what run coaches are generally having their certification in. And I use the term certification loosely. Long distance certification run coaches, that's different. That's different. But what the majority of run groups or running coaches are, are trained in track and field. Now, if you're going over to MarathonTrainingSummit.com, because we just did an amazing made history summit with runners, professionals, and experts and doctors, the experts in athletics on that summit all repeatedly say on their own that speed work has no place in long distance running. Marathon Olympians say it. It does have no place in long distance running. It just doesn't. It is broken down scientifically to a type of conditioning that is made for stop and go. And you're not stopping and going on a marathon. Even when you take a water break, it ain't stopping and going. Not the same thing. That's like think baseball, shortstop. That's like think dancing, stop and go. That's like track, stop and go. You're not doing that. So stop doing it for training because you're training the wrong muscles and then you tank at mile 10 and don't know why. I'm telling you why. Because there's a lot of people out here who think they know it all. Now, I'll get off of the fake experts for a second and I'll go back to the regular people that are in the news feed who go in Google and they feel like they got all this information from Google and then they go and they start see that run coach that they know in the, in the area and the run coach kind of says the same thing so it adds up and now they've just got it all figured out. That's it, they figured it all out. They've Googled, they've gone to the run coach 
They know, they know, they know, they know, and now you're gonna hear about it. You're gonna be told how to do everything, you're gonna be told what you're doing wrong, you're gonna be told how to do it right, and you're gonna be told every time you see that person. That's your peer know-it-all, and that's how it trickles down into your life, into your circle, and into your injuries. Again, know that information, most of it is wrong to begin with on Google, that's first, and second, What did I just say about the entry to the industry? You don't need any anatomy and physiology background to be a run coach. And in personal training, which I was, in personal training, you can't be on the floor in the gym without anatomy and physiology education. You can come into the gym with a master's in exercise physiology, but if you do not go through the gym's training, They act like Equinox has their own training in anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, cardiovascular system, pulmonary system. You have to go through all of that before you're even able to get on the floor to even think about touching a client. That's how serious that is. They don't play games. You have to do case studies to go up and rank in in Equinox. And they are always increasing their education because it's real. Because you can really hurt somebody in this industry. Even more so when you come to sport-specific training. You have to be a top level tier trainer in Equinox to be able to do sports specific training. So the fact that someone could go get an online run coach certification with no prerequisites, having never worked a day in their life in the gym, having never been a personal trainer, having never taken any education at all, they've just ran a few races and now they want to be a coach. You Would you actually trust your body in the hands of that person? That's what you should think about next time. Next time someone's giving you advice, think about it. Because at the end of the day, it's your body and it's your body's injuries, it's your body's abilities that's gonna be the one that's gonna be feeling it. No one else. They're gonna go about their business and keep telling everybody they know everything. That's what's gonna happen. While you're gonna be down and out and hurt somewhere. That's real. The sad part of it is is that people start to believe these know-it-alls because if you talk a good game, for the most part, people will listen to you. That's the problem with it. The loudest person gets the attention. It's an attention-seeking society. It's just the way social media works. It's just what's going on. What I hope to give you is, in all of my podcasts, I give an abundance of background to the education I have and lack thereof of others, but it's all to help you not get caught up in that so that you're not, so that even if you have a know-it-all around you, they could be a know-it-all, just don't let it affect you. Make sure you're getting your information from an actual source with education like yours truly. That's the whole point of that. It's not to uh, go after anybody. It's not to shame anybody. The medical profession alone, the health profession alone, everybody has their limits. I'm not a doctor. I don't do surgery. So when that's a need, you need an image, refer you to go somebody to get an image. I have a list of doctors that I'm cool with, (laughs) but I'm very specific because I know this industry very well. Doctors, however, don't do mobility. They don't do mobility. They need to refer out and not to PT. PT is pain spot band-aid. That's not corrective. That's very different. There's a loophole in that as well, which I've also talked about with the Functional Movement founder, co-founder Gray Cook in the Marathon Training Summit. It is a two-hour interview because he himself is a physical therapist who found a loophole in that industry and found something to fix it for specific for athletes and created functional movement systems. That's how that's real. So when you have doctors who are like, look, 
this is what I do, but I know that this is not working. We, I need to create a system that works. Those are experts in the field like yours truly. Same thing. I've been physical, a personal trainer. I've been in PT aid. I've been in nutrition. I have a biology background. I've been a dancer forever. I am an injured person. I am a functional movement expert. Putting all that together is what creates the run pain free program. That's what makes me biomechanics because I go for the mechanics of the body and how it's being, how it's being worked in dysfunction or not, how it's being, how it's getting injured and what to do to fix it in that route, in that route, in that movement pattern. And I apply all of the above to the programming. That's what happens. So when someone's like, oh, I'm going to go online and get a run program and thinks they want to know, and then they want to know why they got injured at the end of the run program and didn't get to run the race they had the run program for. That's why, because no professional was making a run program for you. It's generalized online for $10 and they got a thousand people to get it. They're rich and you're injured. That's how that works. There's no such thing as general in fitness. You can kind of bare bone it down, but at the end of the day, somebody has to step up and talk to you and figure out what the hell is wrong with you. It's not going to be general. It's not going to happen that way. I'm very specific about it. I run myself ragged, literally, to make sure I give as much as I possibly can to every single person that's in the academy, every single person that's on the program, period. Because that's what type of interest and investment has to happen in this industry to make sure that people are safe and healthy and doing whatever it is they love without any problems. That's what it takes. So, the next time you have a problem and you go reach out to Facebook, you're gonna get things that are going to hurt you. It's just what's going to happen. I cringe. I had to stop scrolling in Facebook because I cringe at what people say to people. And then, and then they know everything. They know everything. So I'll come in and I'll be like, actually, that's really not what to do. It means X, Y, Z. That's why this happened. And you need to do this. And here comes somebody who thinks they know something. And, and it's disrespectful also. It's also disrespectful to someone like me who's been doing this for well over 25 years. And the last 15 years alone, I've done nothing but dedicate everything to injuries specifically and incorporate the athletic conditioning and the nutrition on top of it. So it's disrespectful and I don't do that well at all. For someone to think they got a couple of years of information or, or you know, they've been running a couple of years and now they know everything about running. No, you don't. No, you don't at all. Dina Castor is a medal, um, a, an Olympic medalist. Okay, she's still the fastest woman in America. 17 years holds that title. She said, coming from track and field through college, went all the way through college, graduated college, ran for college, she had no idea what marathon training was. She was completely confused by it. You know where you can hear that interview? Marathon Training Summit. Just saying. There's experts that talk about this to give you more insight. So if that, if that is coming from an actual professional track and field runner who said she was blown away by what actually occurred in marathon training, why the hell do you think anybody random that you know knows what it takes to be marathon training? Why? Why? Just know there's a very easy way to get online and get any kind of piece of paper that says anything. Very easy. That does not mean that everybody did that, like me. That's not what that means. People have put in tons of work. People have put in a lot of effort. People have put in, have given up everything in their lives to dedicate to their craft and making sure it's sound, making sure it's constantly building, making sure you're constantly educating, up on things, changing things, making things, making adjustments. 
just imagine somebody, whatever job you do, imagine somebody like me who's been doing this, biomechanics their whole life, comes out and I take one class. I'll give myself one class. I gave, I do one class on what you do for a living and now I'm going to tell you about it. How's that feel? You wouldn't have that any day of the week. So put, apply that to the next person who thinks they know everything about running because they ran a few marathons or they ran a few races. Please apply that to that. That is not the case. Everybody is out there to run and have fun. Great. Do that. Mind your business. Mind your business. Because at the end of the day, you're giving people bad information because you got it off of Google with, when you have no idea what that source was. You don't know what the reason for that source was there. You don't know what's behind that source. Even you researchers out there that are like, I dig, I dig. Okay, keep digging. Dig and find your way to runpainfree.com. How about that? Runpainfreenow.com. Excuse me. Dig your way to that. Dig your way to runpainfreeacademy.com. Dig your way to there and get actual information. Do that. Do that. That's what you should do. It doesn't matter. You have to pay attention because not everybody just is loud. Not everybody is out there jumping in front of everybody to get all the attention. Not everybody is an attention seeker. But watch out for those that are. Watch out for those that are because they need to feel like they're doing something and they're getting attention. It's just what they need in life. And if it wasn't about this, it would be about cake. It would be about whatever they're doing in that moment. It's all, it's all, it's all it is. It, it's, it's just about the attention of it all. And the problem is this actually hurts people. This actually messes people up. So when I have a, phys- a personal, excuse me, a physical therapist run by my session while I'm outside at the park, and they stop and say, hey, are you biomechanics? That's respect. Yes, I am. Okay, I'm a, I'm a physical therapist. I have people that I could refer to you. Do you have a card? That's respect. That is specialty, respecting specialty. We're, we do different things. We do different things. But ego in this industry is a really big problem and it only hurts the client. It does nothing but hurt the client. That's all it does. Everybody has their own lane. Stay the hell in it understand that this what I'm talking about is not going to be found online it's not going to be found on an online certification a run coach doesn't have that level of education the run coach should be really referring you to someone that actually has education if they're leading a group they should lead you out to help not think that they can figure it out and tell you what to do not the case not the case that's not what happens everybody gets these Oh, well, it's visual. Um, I, I saw that, so I'm going to take that from Instagram. And then I saw this person do this on YouTube. Whoa, don't get me started. And I'm going to take that from YouTube. And then I'm going to go on over to what I heard in Facebook. I'm going to put it all together. And now I know everything and I'm going to fix myself. <laughs> I, I'm, I, can't, I can't even imagine how many people you know I just described. I can't imagine how many people that is. If it's, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. And that's fine because you're doing your best and I get that, but this is not something to play with. This is athletics. As a runner, you are an athlete, period. Stop trying to dumb it down to you're just a runner who runs on the weekends. It's an activity. It's an endurance activity. And endurance athletes are so much more body demanding, physical demanding than any other sport. Every other sport is power-based. This is endurance. This is your heart. This is your lungs. This is your whole pulmonary system, your cardiovascular system, your muscles need oxygen and blood flow and tissue needs to be in right places and everybody needs to be working together or you're going to be very, very hurt, very hurt. So when you find a know-it-all, stay clear because this is what's going to lead to it. And don't try to change their minds. 
when a know-it-all comes off of themselves, you'll know it. You'll know it really fast. They'll get humble and they'll be like, hey, what did so-and-so say? Who did you talk to? What was that source? That's when they come off themselves. You don't need to force that. It's just gonna be an argument because a know-it-all loves a know-it-all. And then now you're giving them attention. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, they're just getting attention, that's all that matters. So these are all flags that you can see. If you ever try to reach out to somebody and say, hey, I don't think that's a really good idea that you're giving that advice to somebody, like where'd you get that advice from? And they blast you, bounce, bounce. Because they're just, they're, they are happy that you gave them attention. And so now they're gonna use it and they're probably gonna go at you for quite some time because you disagreed with them. <laughs> That's real. So there's a lot of problems in the industry right now. Fitness is huge, especially right now. Everything's online. Everybody wants to be a coach. Everybody wants to be a personal trainer. And then, but if you actually are in the industry, there's a lot of personal trainers that didn't know how to transition into this type of environment where people are online and whatnot. So that also shows you people who are really true to their craft and are very hands-on and whatnot. Anybody who's just randomly getting a run certification, a run coach certification online, it's just disrespectful, in my opinion, to the people who've put in a ton of work and who really train to be sports specific. Like, it's just insane to me that, that it's even available to get it online uh, for whatever reason, because you, as a personal trainer, which is a very top rated uh, industry name, uh, not for nothing, it, it quite, it is, um, th there is so much more education that has to go into being able to be sports specific as a personal trainer. It's a top level trainer. So it's just incredible to me that it's even allowed online and people are just are, are giving it away like candy. So it's unfortunate because it makes the rest of us look like we did the same thing and we didn't. And so I'm speaking on behalf of all of those guys. Congrats to all of you who are listening, who actually have certifications, who actually have education, who continue to uplift yourself and educate yourself and have continuing CEUs and continue to grow and learn and apply and help people properly. I appreciate you. I applaud you and stand tall against all of the people out there that are just making a mockery of our industry that we hold up high, very with, with high regard and respect saying that to you all for your list for whoever's listening to me who's certified so that's how serious it is guys and honestly running is a lot of demanding on your body a lot of demand on your body rather and when it comes to injuries you need to seek out a proper source with education and it's not some random peer who thinks that they know it all uh, nothing burns me up than to hear a peer wrote somebody a, a run program <laughs> Nothing burns me like that. I really don't get it. I don't know where anybody thinks they have such entitlement to think that they could write a program of running of anything because they went and did one, they did a couple of races or they've been running a few years and now they're gonna write a whole program. Are you kidding me? It's insane to me. And what happens every time I get somebody who's already done that, got hurt, gotten hurt, gone through correction with run pain free and then is into the athletic conditioning phase and then I build them out a run program. Every time that happens, guess what they say? Wow, I didn't get injured on your plan and every other plan I did, I got injured. I wonder why. You either got it online or your friend wrote it out for you who has absolutely no friggin' idea what they're talking about or doing. There's an entire certification for program design itself. It's one of my specialties, actually. I got the certification for program design, actually. It's real. That is real. Don't just think you know everything. And if you're listening and you're a know-it-all that I'm talking to, stop thinking you know everything. 
I get it. If you want to do it, then put the education in, go back to school, get some work in, go, go take a course, go take a workshop, go do something, but stop just busting out programs and stuff. You have absolutely no idea what you're doing. It may look easy, but it's absolutely not easy. It's absolutely not easy. There's science behind it, real science behind it. And we do a lot of work to actually get it right for that person specifically. Stop it. You're hurting people. And it looks ridiculous. Just sidebar. <laughs> so that's what today is about. The know-it-all. Hope you can figure out where to find them, pinpoint them, and stay clear. And always source yourself, especially you're the Run Pain-Free Academy, especially the Run Pain-Free Podcast, but source yourself to an expert. Source yourself to an expert because that's how you're going to stay running for as long as you want and not have any pains or have to battle anybody thinking they know everything. It's not even worth it. It's not really not, that's not what you're in it for. You're not in it for that. You're in it to just run and mind your business. Really, right? So do that. Run well, run pain-free. Runpainfreeacademy.com, runpainfreepodcast.com. Make sure you're following, subscribed, and share this so we can save as many runners as possible and keep everybody out there going. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.